0: Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about real estate, and what's happening in the market, and all the issues that are coming with it. I mean, what's going to be happening in the year 2023? And with me, I have Bill Freeze. He has over 22 years in the business of real estate, as well as homes, condos, duplex, and even commercial property. Welcome, Bill, to my show.
1: Kathy, it's great to be with you. Um, Beautiful day here in Utah. Uh, I live in Highland, just south of Salt Lake, and uh, we've had marvelous weather. In fact, record heat here in Utah the last month. I did want to say something on the the, um, beginning of your show, and I'm sure your listeners would appreciate uh, the fact that our hearts and minds are directed toward the Towards the people in Florida, Fort Myers, Naples, Sanibel Island, where there's been just really incredible uh, destruction with this hurricane. It's been called a 500-year event mm-hmm. and uh, really decimated the entire region there in Lee County. Um, I know your family South- uh, has felt the effects, mm-hmm. e- even in South Carolina, right. um, from, from the... Uh, The storm and we're hearing now that over 100 people have perished with the numbers to go much higher so. um, My. um, Way of encouraging your people I am a past chairman of the the American Red Cross here in utah county and I would sure invite your listeners to go to um, redcross.org, and if they would like to help make a donation there obviously everyone can't go to Florida and help. Um, there's been over 2,300 rescues, though, of people, but um, it's an opportunity, I think, to, to help out, um, help the Red Cross with a financial contribution. So mm-hmm. I did want to put that little plug in at the beginning, and I know Thank that um, people are mm-hmm. obviously uh, thinking and praying for recovery, and we're behind the, those folks and wish the best for them and their families.
0: I have even some dear, good friends that lost their businesses as well you know their business i mean lucky they have good insurance but still it's the devastation of all my all those years in business so yeah they well really you know am. there's been
1: mm-hmm. utah i mean um, florida that naples area especially is kind of a garden spot in yeah. the country and interestingly enough in the last few years during COVID. There were over a half million people that moved to Florida. So no. it's kind of tough uh, to, to get there and then experience this kind of event. But they'll work through it. They're strong. Mm-hmm. And people in this country work together. When, when the tough things yeah. happen, the tough get going. And right. so we wish the best for everybody there.
0: Yeah, I heard that some of the football players from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like the quarterback, as well as... Um, The Miami Dolphins are really chipping in and helping so I think the players are that's amazing so they get paid very well so they're helping their community (laughs) I think that's really good but anyway and you
1: want to and you want to talk about real estate
0: yes yes, let's talk about real estate wait what is going on out there I mean you see it on google I get it every single day it's up it's down it's it's you know it's like it drives you crazy. It's like it's like a roller coaster you know ride with the um, real estate market and then it's the interest too and tap into that. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know're not going to be able to buy a home. What about a piece of land? That's the American dream.
1: Well, as you were nice enough to mention, I, I do have a 22 year career uh, here in Utah. I'm a past president of the Utah. Mm -hmm. county association of realtors and so i know a vast number of realtor professionals throughout the area Mm -hmm. Um, during that 22 years we've seen down markets Um, of course we saw the great recession in 2008 and more recently in utah we've really had uh, dramatic growth and sales in utah have been crazy over the last 30 months since march of 2020 Um, i will say they were good before that we had uh, really, a, a lot of influx of people. Uh, most of the West has experienced that growth, with the exception of California, Oregon, and Washington. But uh, Nevada, Colorado, Arizona, all of the Idaho uh, have experienced uh, tremendous growth. Um, some of this, for in Utah, has been frankly a, a flight from California. Mm-hmm. And maybe to give an example of. What's happened? We find people who purchased a home there in California, let's say 25 years ago, paid $450,000 when that was a lot of money, and recently in the last 30 months sold that home probably for a million and a half to two million dollars, moved to Utah, and bought a home, paid cash, uh, usually in the neighborhood of $800,000 to a million dollars. And we're thrilled, absolutely thrilled. By the fact that they would have a bigger yard, um, lower taxes, lower utility, low crime, good schools, less traffic, and frankly, you know, family family atmosphere, family values. Mm -hmm. Um, Unemployment here in Utah hovers right at around three percent, so there's plenty of jobs for people that want to work, and so that's been lucrative. And I and I will say Idaho has been attracted with that same has that same attraction um colorado uh, is always very dynamic and so um, we've had a tremendous market um obviously recently with inflation uh raising its ugly head Um, Uh, we now have
0: yes what about um like park city i noticed they put a tap on building now lately that's what i've heard i have some friends are up there selling real estate i think there's
1: probably some mm-hmm. regulation going on there i know that they're protecting certain areas of um, park city and deer, deer valley but those will be you know have been designated as you know um For
0: wildlife. areas
1: that will never be built yeah wildlife never be built uh, tremendous about- growth tremendous growth there mm-hmm. uh, okay once again valuations there are probably double what they are the rest of the, the state um uh, St. George, Utah, where I was last weekend. Um, prices are up and demand is high. So, But all of Utah has been that way.
0: I and, um, I went up north to Davis County. This is Davis County, Utah, to a Chamber yes. of Commerce meeting. It was about a year ago. And they were talking about, they were trying to put a tap on the growth. Because people were just coming in and coming in. and they're like, you know, we don't have the homes. We don't, you know, the builders can't keep up, et cetera, et cetera. Do you remember anything about that, or?
1: And that, and that was really a part of COVID. We, with the interest rates now anywhere from five and a half to seven percent, some of that has tapped down, and the okay. existing market in Utah uh-huh. uh, has slowed um, sales. I think are down about 20% from a year this, from this August to, to a year ago, um, sales in Utah are down about 20%. Prices, interestingly enough, are still up about seven and a half percent. And we think that it's going to take a while for prices to moderate. Now, existing homes, we are starting to see incentives, um, sellers offering closing costs and even reductions. Um, New home construction remains at a premium, and the primary reasons there, I believe, are um, land values have not gone down. Um, Materials are up about 40 to 45%. Labor costs are up 20 to 25%, and there's still a demand for new construction. Um, Many of these buyers still are um, cash buyers or have a hefty down payment to where their house payment even if it is a five and a half or six percent is is reasonable so um it is tough for the young young people um starting up newly married that want to get into a home and um i think it's going to continue to be that way um interestingly enough i was with uh, our governor spencer cox last evening at a meeting here in lehigh utah Uh and one of the chief concerns that he talked about was affordable housing. And so how do you, how do you, how do you do that? that. How do you do that? And uh, I think there's been some talk of um, the government providing land that people can build on and have a lease agreement where they actually purchase the home, but they don't own the land at a reduced rate and then have to, stay there for an x number of years, probably 10 years, Mm -hmm. and um, we we might even see subsidized housing here in Utah like they have in in the east in New York City and some of our major cities where they where they do subsidize um, rental properties and uh, you know that's that's something that uh, that they might talk about but um, you know we
0: Bill, what about, you know how you go down to St. George and you see all this land, open space. Are we moving more south?
1: Uh, I I believe that we are. From here, um, of course, uh, uh, Springville has grown. Spanish Fork has grown. Payson is growing dramatically. And we'll continue to see that um, southern movement. And Cedar City area is growing um and people obviously land is a little bit more affordable as we go south Mm -hmm. and people will have to commute just like they do in in california i mean if you work in san francisco most likely you live an hour away
0: right you don't live
1: in in the greater san francisco area you live an hour hour and a half away and you can commute to work every day
0: Mm -hmm. i grew up and so will i grew up in new jersey And everything is an hour away, forty-five minutes to an hour yeah. away. So you just get used to it. You just like, okay, gotta go to work, gotta get up. You know what I mean? And it has always yeah. been that way. Yeah. And uh, the people here are so spoiled. They, <laughs> they have oh, and, and you know they got five to fifteen minutes away from work. And I thought that's that's great, but um, but also too jobs are changing to where people are working more from home. And, um instead of living they can live anywhere so if they do want to live south even though their families are in Utah you know that they want to see family but yet be enough away from them <laughs> I say that because I laugh on that one but uh be away from your family a little bit but yet still be close by you know what I mean
1: well you think- you're exact you're you're exactly right in that you know during covid we developed the zoom meeting, which right, initially was which initially was um, looked upon with some disdain by corporate uh, leaders that they thought, um, you know, gosh, our productivity will go down or we won't you know, have the same quality. And interestingly enough, we're finding that um, working from home has shown that uh, sometimes people are 20 to 25 percent more productive. They don't have the distractions that they have at work. They don't have the commute that they have, the hour, hour and a half each way. And so they're able to be actually more productive working from home. And that's another thing that has driven um, our growth here in the West. People who want to come out of uh, major metropolitan areas like Los Angeles and want to be.
0: I, I guess I've U- was in Park City about a couple months ago, visiting with some friends. Um, I lived up in Park City for about 15, 16 years. Well, anyway, I was up there visiting and we went for a ride, you know, a bunch of friends and um, after a run and um, looking at some homes. Oh my gosh, I saw three homes. I don't know where it was, it was someplace on the west side further out there, but it was beautiful. They had these gigantic homes and their garages were huge. But guess what's on top of their garage? An office, a huge office. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. that is smart to build the house where well, you're not really in your house, but you're above your garage. Does that make sense? And they just, that's, you can see yeah. the little pathway that they can go down and go into their house and go back up. But we saw people up there working because so it was evening hour. You, know, you can see, see. And I thought, how cool is that? I like that. Now that's what I want is a home where I can work, you know. It's, I mean, it It was like a huge, it was like an office, but it was right above the garage. And um, I, it was beautiful, plus beautiful scenery, whole nine yards, had windows all the way around. And I thought, how beautiful, and then have your car right below you. Sure. You know, that is just well, awesome. Well, even,
1: even with COVID um, being tapped down to where we believe the pandemic is over with, uh, we're still seeing nationally about thirty percent of workers
0: working from
1: home. Um, working from home, and we'll probably continue to work from home. Um, that brings up something that I, I'm sure you'll want to talk about: um, commercial real estate. Yes. And uh, my good friend Brandon Fugel, mm-hmm. who is uh, the top real estate expert in the whole country, um, his company during the last four or five years, um, typically did $300 million in sales. I mean, just phenomenal. And um, I think that that's gonna just greatly, you know, because we won't need these large buildings anymore because people are going to be working from home. Mm-hmm. And, but that might create an opportunity for conversion to let's say a condo uh, conversion in some of these uh, larger buildings. It's expensive I it. to do that.
0: I see it already but, happening. Um, I saw it on Google and it's already happening where they're taking commercial buildings and making them into condos for and apartments for people to have a place to stay. And I think that's pretty cool because they're really solid. They're brick, you know, and they have the staircase and, and everything. And I thought, now nah, that's not too bad. Yeah, turn it into. I think we,
1: I think we will see more of that. I, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of it happening here in our area. But Mm -hmm. I, I see these huge buildings with nobody in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. So I, I would think that some of these major companies, um, they either have plans to bring everybody back, or hire more people, or once again sell that property so that it can be converted to something else.
0: I know a CEO of an IT company, and they're start they're starters, but they're growing. And he goes, I don't know if I want to have an office. Everybody's working from home. We have our group meetings on Zoom, and uh, I can tap into everybody. And you know how Apple is here in Utah, and I don't yes. know if you ever been up in their main um uh, main um office and stuff like that that they have up there and it is so cool how they have it set up with Apple that you can get on the screen and you can have four locations you can watch your house over in this little corner if you have a security system you can have a meeting over here you can talk to somebody it's just like one two three and you can just stand there and watch it with your um, big screen TV (laughs) you would want a big screen TV in your office to do that because you can have multiple meetings and be able to see all their faces does that make sense
1: yeah sure does
0: and uh yeah i've been seeing it more and more growth with friends that they're getting more um using their tvs changing over to the monitors so that they can work from home and um, and people restructuring, redesigning their home to put offices in too now
1: so well you know during the housing uh, boom uh, uh, we we saw people who wanted to move but gosh uh, they hated to give up their two and a half to three percent interest rate th- mm-hmm. in their present home and move to probably a smaller prop a smaller home uh, with the high interest rate so we, we, we did see and we continue to see a big increase in home improvement uh, people that are have, having home additions, add-ons, remodeling, new flooring, carpet, kitchen upgrades, Mm -hmm. new appliances, Mm -hmm. fencing uh, has been a dramatic increase. Fence companies have just, you know, been swamped with work to where when you order a fence, it takes them two months to start to dig the, the, the holes for the posts. Wow. And interestingly enough, during this last year, there was a big increase in swimming pool sales. And these are all people wanting to come home, cocoon during this COVID time frame, and spend more time at home. And they like their neighborhoods, they like their their neighbors. Um, they like their location, um, so they want to improve their homes. And um, you know, Mr. Home Depot and, and Lowe's, I think, are going to continue obviously with this hurricane situation in, um, in in Florida there's going to be a tremendous demand for materials there uh, labor will probably have people coming from all over the country to help them um, being hired to go to work there so that's another factor that could conceivably increase our prices here mm-hmm. because l- lack of material or material costs going up, and then once again, lack of labor. And we probably see at least a three to five year period of rebuilding there uh, in Florida and probably longer in some areas that have just been wiped out. I know, I but saw that. But the old law of supply and demand, I believe, will have an effect on new, new construction uh, nationally with uh, trying to rebuild you know, that part mm-hmm. of the country.
0: Um, Let's go back to like inside the home I um I got some friends that are going to be moving once some are going to move to Missouri to you know the east coast and um, some of these homes I've been looking at with them like they haven't even remodeled it it's like they've been in there for like 20 years or 30 years and they just have never remodeled the home but they're asking this ridiculous price and I thought no, they can't get it for that. That kitchen is like nineteen eighty look, you know. Right it's, or the bathroom or the carpet is still orange. I'm just teasing with that, but you know, it's just have now never re updated. Update their home. Excuse me, update well, their home.
1: Well, frankly, during COVID I was shocked to see many of those homes. Um, as you would describe. People have a family of four or five kids. They've lived in it for 20, 25 years. Never done any kind of upgrade to the home. And during COVID, they were putting those homes on the market. And I was shocked to see multiple offers of 15 to 30 offers and often seventy-five dollars to $100,000 more than market value. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just incredible to me. I had a niece that I tried to find them a new home. and. We put in five different offers and we've lost on all of them. And in some of these offers, you could even offer more money. But if you have a cash buyer coming in that can close in 10 days, um, oftentimes the seller will will um, choose, you know, if they've waived inspection, if they've waived um, any, any type of uh, financial. Uh, qualification and they, they have cash in, in close ten days even if the offer might be ten fifteen thousand dollars less oftentimes they were going with those cash offers now having said that uh, the multiple offer uh, business has gone away and we're back to where there is competition inventories though still remain low um, nationally we have about 1.3 million homes on the market okay. typically we sell about 6 million homes in the united states i think we're on track to sell about 4.8 million this year so the figures are down um but exactly what you're saying people are going to be more discriminating they are going to want to come in and as inventories increase and in competition People are going to be able to compare. And if, and if you haven't done any upgrades, if, you're, if your roof is 25 years old, your furnace and air conditioning are 20 years old, um, you haven't painted or recarpeted, or your appliances are 15, 20 years old, yeah, I it's, it's not going to help you sell the home. So mm-hmm. uh, people are going to have to listen to their professional full-time realtor in terms of staging. In terms of making upgrades and in my business, uh, once again, 22 years in the business, I have more of a, a boutique type referral business. Most of mine are repeat customers or people who tell their friends. And one of the things that I feel like has really helped my business is that I can go in and honestly tell a person what they need, what I feel they need to do to make their home saleable. Mm-hmm. Now, oftentimes they'll be completely cooperative and do exactly what I tell, tell them, and we'll sell the house right away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they won't, and it's a tougher sale, and we usually have to drop the price. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, really important um, in this market to have um, to have your home looking good and presentable, whether it's single-showing, um, weekend open house whatever and um once again a professional full-time realtor can really help you and while i'm on the on that kick here um i know for sale by owner has been popular in some parts of the country um i want to just discourage people if, if at all possible from that uh, unless you have experience background in real estate there are just so many laws, there's so much disclosure involved now in real estate uh, that it's real important to have a professional uh, who markets your home, knows how to negotiate and protects you. Um, my daughter, who lives in Denver, Colorado, is one of the top realtors in the Denver area with Compass, uh, Jessica Northrup, and she laughs somewhat when she comes to Utah and in the past i have seen uh for sale by owners and i, I said well, what why are you chuckling she said well people in colorado would never do that because they're not going to allow people in their homes if they don't know right and you know with the way things are today crazy situations you do want to be very protective of who is coming into your home um make sure that they're motivated to buy number and number two they're qualified and that a professional realtor knows and knows the background of the people bringing in the home, mm-hmm. and you don't. You're not running a tour and letting people come through your home and see the kids on the wall and all the different things, mm-hmm. and not know who those people are.
0: Right, right.
1: So, uh, as a warning, um, not to scare people, but I just think that be cautious using a pro um, to sell your home, and in the the statistics show that you get a higher Uh, return on on sale anyway with even with commissions so um, for your listeners out there some might have had some success with the for sale by owner but um, oftentimes people try that for three or four weeks and then and then if I've had an opportunity to talk with them then they call me back and we're able to go in and and do a professional job for them uh, and hopefully and i'm sure in most cases they trust uh trust me to,
0: what to about, do what
1: um, i need to do to sell the home
0: bill what about bankruptcy and foreclosures um i have a friend she's she's into real estate and sure. she told me there was 48 um foreclosures right now in utah that was probably a couple weeks ago she told me so and uh what are you, what's your input on that, on foreclosures? Well, I think that we
1: will see um, foreclosures go up. I, it will not be nearly as severe or dramatic as it was during the Great Recession in 2008. But we have to remember that most of the, those homes that were, um, were foreclosed on or had to go through short sales, the loans for those homes had no money down. Really, they were no doc. What we call no doc homes, no documentation. Uh, oftentimes, those homes, those loans were fraudulent. They had false information, mm-hmm. and lenders were so aggressive that they were pumping that business um, through um, to sell homes. And um, naturally, when when the re- recession hit, uh, people lost jobs and and couldn't make couldn't make payments. Um, the difference being now is that we we did learn from that situation. The mortgage industry has, and the government has, um, changed it to where typically uh, you're going to need 20 percent down to to purchase a home. Sometimes to 10 percent. There are uh, VA loans for veterans and some no some money down, no money down programs. But usually you're going to have people who have a solid investment, solid equity in the home, skin in the game, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so that is a little bit more protective in terms of people just simply walking away from a home that they have no down payment and that's been devalued. And I, I don't see, once again, here in our region, homes going down in value now once again the flattening might occur we might not see uh, the increases that we've seen in the past most likely we won't we'll see a flattening especially with existing homes Um, new construction will continue to be premium priced um, with maybe sellers with maybe uh, excuse me builders offering incentives Mm -hmm. Uh, which will cut margins. Uh, Builders have just had a heyday uh, recently in the last, you know, once again, 24 months, uh, probably uh, operating on margins 25% higher. So, you know, big profit and there'll there'll be some adjustment there, they'll they'll drop below 20% down to 18% just to continue business. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be a competitive market. Um I think um an opportunity. Now having said that, um I think you would probably w- want to ask me, should people buy at, at, at right. you know, uh in this present environment of of you, uh five and a half, six percent? And what
0: about in twenty two? Should they buy at the end of the year or should they wait until two thousand twenty three?
1: Yeah. I would say If they don't have a particular area, uh, if they don't have a particular um, uh, need to move, it might be wise, and and most realtors probably wouldn't say this, uh, but it might be wise to wait till the spring. Uh, We might have, once again, uh, more of an inventory, more competition, a lowering in price uh, to where Homes, you can negotiate the price and pr- probably get, once again, um, buyer closing costs from the seller, which will, you know, decrease the price. And even though your your interest rate is higher, it's, it's about what you would be paying when we were paying, you know, 75% over market value, mm-hmm. $75,000 over market value. Okay. So I think there will be deals. Um, Now, Having said that, if you are looking for a particular neighborhood, and we go back in in real estate to the three golden words, location, 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 if you have a neighborhood that you really desire, uh, close to your friends, close to relatives, um, close to a certain school, and there has not been uh, heretofore in the last 24 months, homes available. If something comes available, which is a nice home, um, I would encourage you to go ahead and buy it Mm -hmm. because you're probably going to live there for the next 20, 25 years. And even if you have to pay a little bit higher interest rate now, um, that home is going to continue to build in equity, number one. And number two, there's a real possibility that in the next, and I'm not going to say immediate, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm, I'm not really finance person but i would say in the next 24 to 36 months there's a real opportunity that interest rates will come down uh, especially if if we change uh our present administration which seems uh, hell-bent on you know uh, printing money as fast as they can which does cause inflation i mean it's just unbelievable everything costs more whether it's uh, automobiles Whether it's uh, loans for business, everything is more expensive. I I was in Los Angeles back in the spring. Uh, My granddaughter plays soccer for UCLA. And in downtown LA, I paid $6.79 for a gallon of gasoline, which Mm. I just, you know, it was shocking. But then you look at the neighborhood. If you live in Beverly Hills, Brentwood, or Bel Air, uh, (laughs) those people don't care. Because, you know, they've got an income to where
0: yeah. they don't
1: care if it's $10 a gallon. I um, But middle America, blue-collar workers, right. middle income, lower income people, it has been devastating. Um, what inflation has done, is doing, and will continue to do. And I so it's going to gonna be you. really...
0: I have something interesting to tell you. I needed a new okay. car. I needed a new car um, about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And there was nothing. I downsized. I had a um, Cadillac, so I went to a Honda, really nice one. I like, thought I you that.
1: were. I thought you were probably looking for a Ferrari.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, they're nice too. But anyway, but um, uh, I I got something. I finally found, you know, a car. It was beautiful. But anyway, and it's an SUV, and um, and I know my friends kept saying, God, why did you get another SUV and all this other stuff? I got. A, a Honda um, Pathfinder. And I love it. I need the space. I'm always moving something around and and I have a, a lab. So, you know, he loves it. But anyway, but make the long story short, my car went up in value. <laughs> so at the time I bought it, and uh, it went up about I think three or $4,000 more. And I'm laughing. and That was a year ago. Like, oh, my car went well, up. Well, the value. <laughs>
1: used car market right now is is just incredible. But and
0: I bought it brand new. No, this is brand new, but I'm laughing because yeah, it went up in value. brand new
1: cars too. Yeah.
0: So I'm sitting there thinking, and plus, it's a Honda. And um, so if I ever want to sell it, I can make a, a little profit off of that. But I love my car, so it'll last me forever. But we, you know, it's one of the cars, so get another one. But, um, but i was so surprised if a car went up in value i was just i couldn't believe it i you know brand new
1: car it's it's kind of a different ball game really it is and 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 uh, we probably will be experience other surprises uh, before things things change Uh, we're told that we're not in a recession and that's primarily because um our employment situation is so strong here in utah we have plus ten thousand jobs available that we could fill and you know they're not being filled.
0: I know, I see that. And that's
1: okay. true in certain parts of certain parts of the country. Now certain parts of the country have never recovered from COVID in terms of their total employment.
0: Do you know that McDonald's and so you know McDonald's paying now twenty dollars an hour?
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, like, so
0: what? That was my part time job when I was sixteen. <laughs> but anyway and uh I got three dollars something an hour. But, uh, okay, we don't need to know my age, but anyway, but things have changed. And um, I think it's, you know, in the 70s, in the 60s, interest rate on a home was so high. It was like what, right. 10%, 12%. And people didn't complain. I didn't hear my father ever complain when he, you know, got our home in the 60s. You know, I never, of course, we stayed in it forever, but you know and um, it's it's different it's different nowadays it's just different and people move too much I mean I don't mean to say stay put but um I noticed that people move a lot and uh, and it's good for typically you typically
1: people typically people move every seven years really um about seven years now there's some figures now that's showing that that will, will probably Change. tap Tap up um, because once again of uh, pricing. You know it's it's uh, interesting that you mentioned that. I had a little note here. Ted, uh, Dr. Ted Jones, economist of the National Association of Realtors, mm-hmm. um, was at our Utah convention here about three weeks ago in Salt Lake, and he mentioned to the group there that he had bought a home thirty years ago. He paid nine and a half percent on his mortgage, and he said, "I would have died for six percent mortgage." <laughs> Of course, the one of the main differences is the price of homes were, you know, probably a third of what they are now. Right, right. So, do you think they're going to go back to
0: that? Do you think it's going to go back to that, where the homes will drop in price,
1: even though the interest rate is so high? I, I I really don't. I just think that there's going to be an adjustment period, in which we have to come to terms with the new norm, Hmm. and, you know. five and a half to six gosh if we get i see um some people projecting that in the fall of 2023 that interest rates could moderate back to four and a half percent and if that happens there'll be uh, a rush for uh refinance Refinancing. if you've got a if you got a six percent loan or 6.2 percent loan um and, and it drops to four and a half then
0: yeah. the mortgage
1: people will have business again to, to do Right, right. But um, we don't know that. No one has a crystal ball. There, there is uncertainty, not only in our economy, but throughout the world. Um, our situation in Ukraine uh, with, the, with, the, with the Russian government and what they're uh, attempting to do, it, it is disconcerting and uh, frankly, uh, scary because what if um, uh,
0: Bill, what if war broke out or you know we go into World War three do you think the homes will just stay put or do you think they'll drop or well
1: if we have World War three we won't have to worry about selling homes because there won't be any homes left <laughs> okay. okay okay I know I know there's a, a, a there's little cottage industries um, um uh, starting up again throughout the country. I think in California in different places where they're wanting to build bomb shelters, but um, If we have if we would have a um, World War Three nuclear situation, you know mm-hmm. Even if you survived for a month and, and then came out there wouldn't be anything left
0: Okay, what about so the
1: survivors might be the ones who really suffer?
0: Okay? then what about um... I mean, I see the homes going back to like it was in the 70s and 80s, early 70s. I mean, early 80s into the 70s where the interest rate is really, really high. And uh, um, there'll be few homes on the market and not so many because people won't move. Do you know what I mean?
1: That's a real possibility. Um, I do think... You know there is there's dramatic wealth throughout our country you know as i you mentioned in park city gosh i go down to arizona to scottsdale area and it's just it, it's incredible to me how wealthy uh, uh, a, a large segment of our population is really? so our young people uh, are getting good educations uh, typically both the husband and the wife are working and we will probably have to if they want to if they want to buy a new home Mm -hmm. or uh, the husband will work outside and the wife will have a some type of business in the home or vice versa
0: i got something Um, to tell you um i'm in south jordan utah here and they built these really beautiful um apartments okay and i heard this is what i heard through the grapevine that they take these apartments they build them they lease them out for two or three years, and then they slowly turn them into condos. And then they
1: condos and condo conversion. Yeah,
0: is that true? And I Does think that happens.
1: I think they do that because um, there is less uh, regulation. Uh, I'm not. I'm not finely tuned to that, but I've heard that there's rec- less regulation in doing it that way. Typically, building an apartment complex. And then within a five to six year period, converting those to condos, there's less paperwork. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think you'll see more and more of that. And but rents are very high. It's tough uh, in certain parts of the country right now to rent a home. And when you do, you pay a premium. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you pay more than you would if it were a house payment
0: right
1: right i saw of noticed so you know if you if you can't qualify for a, for a loaner you don't have the down payment uh, but you have the income then you're paying premium rent uh-huh. and that happens um, i've i've got a daughter who works for fox news in new york in manhattan and has a nice two bedroom apartment there in uh, downtown Man- manhattan and uh-huh. i believe her rents around $5500 a month uh, which seems like a lot of money but that's the norm right that's yes. the norm there and um, then she her family lives here in alpine utah she's she's there for two weeks and then comes home for a week uh, to be with the family and mm-hmm. so that's, uh, that's a whole new ball game real estate is going to uh, has changed dramatically in the last six months and we will see further changes and you're right. You're right in that there will be some things that will will come back to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see the foreclosure short sale problem that we had back in 2008 through 2012. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, if 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 inflation continues to really hurt America, American buyers, then eventually sales go down companies don't need as many employees mm-hmm. and layoffs start and then that's when you will have a, what we would classify as a real recession
0: yeah yeah i i know people say oh with the recessions around the corner blah 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 i don't see it happening yet and if it does it will be like 2008 be for a little while then move back into it again
1: yeah and I I once again I don't want to be a doomsday person but um I just don't understand how we can continue to print money and have hyperinflation and somehow work our way out of it I I mean I wish I wish I had that situation here in my house that I could go down in the basement and print money and then give it to my wife so that she could buy more stuff from Amazon but <laughs> she loved that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Come on, Bill. You can do it. But, yeah. You got that secret but, place um, in your
1: basement. <laughs> you know, uh, I think there's wisdom in, once again, having a nest egg, saving 10% of your income, um, having a retirement account, whether it be uh, IRA or uh, whatever the vehicle, you know, that you use to to um, build a little nest egg for the future i mean you need to start that doing that at a very young age mm-hmm. and um great opportunities in our country it we're so dynamic that we're often successful in spite of ourselves right and
0: we don't see um, until you go. have you been to a uh, third world country and uh, like to um other parts of the world have you
1: I really haven't I've been to Mexico I've been to Canada um, I've never been to Europe I would love to go mm-hmm. um, we we love to go to different parts of uh, the west here i we go to Las Vegas quite a bit California mm-hmm. um, Denver Colorado is really uh, incredible incredible wealth there and success what I,
0: would I mean do. we
1: think that we're I we think that we're doing well here in Utah right. but Colorado continues to be just a, a juggernaut of success.
0: Um, I've been to India. Okay, it is true. They have cows that run the street. But anyway, but make the long so short, when I came back to the United States, I was so grateful. I will never complain yeah. about traffic again. <laughs> I will never do certain <laughs> things. I'm serious, I'm so thankful to be here in America. I mean, we have opportunity after opportunity and for growth and everything i just don't understand and i i there's i'm sure there's a good reason why but i don't understand why we have so much homeless in our country you know and where we have so many so much work and so much there's people out there to help you you know get a job
1: and get clothing and housing. well things like that don't get me started on that because i happen to believe the number one problem in our country today is um, drug abuse whether it be prescription drugs or illegal drugs it's just catastrophic when you uh, when you can imagine that 300 people um, a week are dying uh, in the united states of drug overdoses even in Utah, have ten to twelve people die every, you know, die every month of drug overdoses. So there's tremendous drug abuse, and that I believe leads to uh, okay. mental since, problems. Since and, we're
0: since we're talking about the drug situation, what about meth labs? When people put meth labs in their home, that is got to be the hardest house to sell. Is that true?
1: Well, it is. um um, we haven't had at least I don't hear a lot of that in in Utah. I know that there's um there's problems throughout the country with that, and I'm sure we have some of it. Um, they do have um meth companies, meth um, where they come in and clean up, and they can actually go in and clean a home and it's they tell me it's cleaner than if, if there'd never been any meth. But it's uh, very expensive to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: or a death, I know in a that home th- there's... Some, or someone has died and the body's been sure for quite a long time. You know what yeah, me? that must be, yeah, that's right. They do have companies that will come in and clean all that up. But I, yeah, mitigation, like... they'll
1: come in and, and professionally do that. And I don't hear a lot about that here in Utah. Um, I'm sure we have it. In certain areas or we we definitely have you know drug problems like any other place in the country, but in some areas it's just epidemic mm-hmm. and it's uh, i I think it it leads to broken homes um, it leads to um, uh, obviously terrific mental health concerns crime mm-hmm. um, in Chicago every weekend you'll have anywhere from 10 to 15 people killed over dro- drugs with with uh, gang violence, and you never really hear about it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 to me, it's incredible that in these these areas that are so concerned about um, guns and, and wanting to um, take away our guns, but those are the areas that have the, the strictest gun laws. What do you think and still about they have these...
0: homes that have HOA? You know, there's these homes who have HOA, and some of them are pathetic. <laughs> you know, you shake your head like what? And then there's some that are—I mean—they're nice, easy to work with, and yes, you would follow the rules and stuff. Yeah. Um, I
1: just typically, think- typically, I—I I like HOAs. Um, in Colorado, many of the the subdivisions there have HOAs, mm-hmm. and it provides them with some control in terms of parking in terms of keeping your property up. Mm -hmm. Um, To maybe give you an example, in Park City, Utah, we talked about Park City. About 35, 40 years ago, there was um, two apartment complexes there in the main main entry into Park City. Mm -hmm. And both of those, um, both of those, I think, went through foreclosure. And after they were sold, one of the, one of the unit one of the subdivision units had a HOA of hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. The other one had an HOA of thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought, well that the thirty-five dollar deal is is better. Mm-hmm. But then fast forward thirty years and the one that had the one fifty HOA, they've been able to keep up the property and it looks sharp and it looks good thirty years later. And the one that had the bad HOA mm-hmm is in disarray so HOA's can at times be a little bit abusive a little bit strict um, but for the most part if it's well run um, I have seen recently HOA fees moderate somewhat come down in price and they what the way they're financing HOA's now are with um, um, a fee uh, uh, uh what's the term? Uh, transfer fee? There's a transfer fee when you sell your when you sell your condo. So uh, mm-hmm. typically, if you sell your condo for four hundred thousand dollars, there might be a four thousand dollar transfer fee. Wow,
0: that's nice.
1: Which which either the seller or the buyer can pay or split. Right. But that four thousand dollars goes into the HOA and allows them to make repairs. Mm hmm um on on them that's good on the units the subdivision
0: that's nice yeah i like that i i would like that and um even if my neighbor sells knowing that that will go into you know fixing up the home and keep it up so my price the where i'm living in keeps going up yeah i like that well anyway i gotta call this off but um this was really exciting and and uh we didn't even get a chance to talk more into uh the interest rates. But hey, I'll bring you Well, back.
1: once again, if people
0: I'll bring if you if people
1: back. ever want to get a hold of me and you Utah. if people ever want to get a hold of me here in Utah, okay. Um I answer my own phone. My cell number is eight oh one three six seven zero two six seven. And my email is pretty simple. It's it's a permanent email, Bill at Billfreeze F R E E Z E dot com. So if you ever have any questions about Utah here feel free to call me and if I don't know the answer I'll know somebody who does and be glad to help you in any way I can and if it's not real estate related give me a call anyway I'll be I'll be glad to help you with any anything I can
0: and also too this is going to be on your profile so they'll see it as well so it'll be on the Kathy Lee Parker show and you'll have a profile there and you can listen well I'm
1: on it. Facebook and I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I don't, I don't use Facebook a lot for real estate. Uh, mm-hmm. Occasionally I, I will, but I use it more as a, a journal for family activities and fun things that, uh, that I'm involved with here locally, whether it's the, the Provo Freedom Festival, mm-hmm. the Fredette Family Foundation, which uh, builds kindness in schools. Jimmer Fredette started that 12 years ago. Uh, Provo Rotary Club here which we do a lot of um, good service projects throughout the year mm-hmm. and um,
0: is Provo it's fun still to be growing? involved
1: is Provo still with growing? the community.
0: Is Provo still, is what? Is Provo still growing like
1: you know, uh, Provo I, I think is probably contracting yeah. a little bit there's just not enough um, new space to build there yeah, it's good and fun. one of the things that you'll see in Provo over the next 10 years Will be uh, knocked down. In other words, people will want to be in a certain area uh, near the Provo Temple up on the hill, and they'll buy a home and they won't try to refurbish it or, you know, uh, remodel it. They'll just knock it down and build new. Oh. They'll want that location, but they'll knock the home down and build new. Wow. is, and, it, ex- um, is it expensive we'll, we'll, to knock we'll down see. a
0: home? Is it expensive to knock
1: down? A I home? think it costs typically about twenty five thousand dollars to. Uh, Demolish a home well, that's not bad. and maybe that's going up. Maybe that's going up. Uh, I know at one time it was 15 to $25,000. Mm-hmm. And of course, it depends on the size of the home. Mm-hmm. But um, you will see more of that where people will they'll buy a $400,000 home and demolish it and build, you know, a six or $700,000 home there, but it'll wow. be, you know, new new construction.
0: Yeah, yeah I saw a little bit of that in Park City I lived in Jeremy Ranch over by the golf course the golf yeah. course there and
1: um, well those little, those little homes down in Park City along yeah. as you come into Park City those little um, uh, mining town homes uh, people buy those and remodel them and they're they're worth you know anywhere from one and a half to five million dollars.
0: Built. The home I lived in was the home, very first home built in Jeremy Ranch, and I thought I had a big home, almost 7,000 7, square feet. Heck, I had the smallest house in my neighborhood. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was shocked.
1: Well, that Jeremy Ranch is a really nice area.
0: I know, but those homes are so huge. One across the golf course was 15000 15 thousand 15. Yeah, fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand square feet. I know. I just sit there and stare. At it. I go, that utility bill. <laughs> I remember thinking all the stuff. That utility bill must be really higher than the house payment. But anyway, but it was really fun to have you on. And well, uh, Kathy,
1: I want to thank you for the tremendous um, um, service that you've offered to your viewers over the last. Gosh, it's been almost ten years. Uh, you're one, Yeah, you're I believe the oldest podcast person in Utah. Yes, I am. And have. you've had hundreds of people come on your show and shared their stories and their information, and it's a real service
0: from LA Talk uh, Radio to the people, to
1: the your listeners out there. We we appreciate it
0: from LA Talk Radio to the Kathy Lee Parker show. I almost was on LA Talk Radio for ten years. I shied it from two months, but anyway, um, Sam, the producer of LA Talk Radio, taught me a lot. So that's why I'm here today, and I've been doing the Kathy Lee Parker Show for a couple of years, and I got two shows, and I see where that's taking me, and it's really been fun, and I meet people like you, and, so, and i from politics to celebrities to the average businessman to a writer. I meet everybody. So, um,
1: Well, I, pe- people appreciate your information. And, yes, um,
0: even athletes. They,
1: so. they know that you love what you do and i think that comes across and and people love your enthusiasm and your zest for life and your your caring wanting to make things better thank you so much so, so congratulations I, and thank you
0: so what i owe you for this, <laughs> for this well
1: you know uh, I, i'm going to take you to lunch one of these first days
0: but i want you uh, to be
1: some I, clients i have some clients i'm going to be in indianapolis and then on to new york to see my daughter but when I get back, I'm going to call you, and you'll have to find a nice restaurant where I can take you to lunch.
0: Okay, but I have some people for you to meet, too, so they really want well, to work with you. And Wonderful. Uh, I just want to thank you so much for coming on, and uh, this has been really, really fun.
1: And thank you. Thank you, Bill. It's been my pleasure. Have a great day, and uh, we wish the best for folks out there. Be safe. And uh, coming into the holidays, have a wonderful do it again I'll, maybe I'll have an update and, and then all the information that I've, I've shared I can correct and, and, uh, until I'm straight scoop okay, thank, you. thank you Kathy very much